Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire. If you're a coach who's ready to impact more lives, make more money, and create a life you love, you're in exactly the right place. Get the support you deserve as a female entrepreneur, master your coaching skills, grow your ideal business, and to honor your priorities in your personal life. Are you in? Let's get started with your host, best-selling author and master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, today's interview is amazing. I'm about to bring you Betsy Jensen. I first found Betsy when a client of mine actually told me that her work with Betsy had helped her with physical pain that she had had for as long as she could remember. And what Betsy does is she specializes in nervous system work and helping people to eliminate chronic pain. And she does so much more than that, as you'll hear in this interview. So I had connected with Betsy and I actually had her come and speak to the Masterful Coach Collective community. And she came and she spoke there and she also taught my advanced coaches. We talked all about the nervous system and understanding the nervous system in relation to coaching, the nervous system in relation to thought work, mindset work. And the class that she taught was one of the most impactful for so many of my clients. And I thought I knew that I needed to bring her here. So I'm thrilled to be able to bring you this interview and let's go for it. All right, coaches. So as I said, you are going to love today's guest. I have Betsy Jensen here. I'm going to have her introduce herself and tell you more about what she does, but just get ready, buckle up, because this information is going to be so helpful for you personally and in your business. Hello, Betsy. How are you? Hi, Molly. Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me here. I'm so happy to be here. Good. I'm so happy to have you for so many reasons. And especially because I feel like what we're talking about with nervous system regulation and and some trauma responses and all those things, I think they're being talked about more, but I think they're not talked about enough in the coaching and business space. And it's it's time. So I really appreciate you being here. Yes. No, I love talking about it. And as we were talking just before, like five years ago, I had no idea about a lot of this stuff. I had started knowing about coaching and listening to podcasts, but you know, trauma response, that sounded scary and, you know, fight or flight, but I didn't really even realize like how much it affects the body, how much physical pain we can have from our nervous system being dysregulated and what that even means. And yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I want to say to all of you, my listeners, that you're all going to have varying levels of understanding of what Betsy's talking about and nervous system and trauma responses and all of that. And so what I'll say is just wherever you are is perfect and just take this in and hopefully you will be able to integrate what you already know with what she's talking about. And don't worry, you don't have to know it all or understand it all. Whatever you get from it is enough, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. just a very simple understanding is better. So I try to just anything simplify because yeah. you can get really deep on, you know, there's these states and mixed states and it gets confusing and dorsal and ventral and parasympathetic. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. just 
being like, am I activated or am I calm? You know, even simple things like that can make a big difference in how you're feeling and how you're showing up. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. So, and I'll just say, I was saying to Betsy before we started as well, before we started recording for you, that it's like, I've been diving into so much of this work, the body work and the nervous system and the emotion stuff in my business. And yet I've only scratched the surface. And so that's why I'm so excited to have you here today. And I introduced her a little bit before we started recording together personally, but then I kind of jumped ahead. I want to back up a little bit. Betsy, tell everyone, who are you and what do you do exactly? Hi. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I might've diverted us off track. Yes. Let's rein it back in. I'm Betsy Jensen and I live in Utah. I am a mom of four, single mom right now. And I kind of came to this, I feel like my whole life has really been leading to where I am now. I was always interested in self-help. Even as a teenager going to Barnes and Noble, I'd go to like the psychology section. And I was a psychology major before I did physical therapy school. I knew I was going to physical therapy school, but you have to get a bachelor's degree first. So psychology, physical therapy, I was always interested in the mind and body. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, kind of got into life and practicing physical therapy and Western medicine and the medical model and didn't think too much about it. You know, just went about my life hurrying around, just running on the hamster wheel. (laughs) That we all know so well. Uh Yeah. yeah. And wouldn't you know, ended up with some chronic stuff going on. For me, it Mm -hmm. wasn't chronic pain necessarily. It was more digestive stuff. So Mm -hmm. ulcerative colitis, irritable bowel. Mm-hmm. And it happened that it was also not coincidentally during a very tumultuous time in my life mm-hmm. where I was, you know, getting divorced and started to, fort- fortunately, I was going to say fortuitously, mm-hmm. <laughs> we um, had this desire to start going to yoga. Um, mm-hmm. I was already listening to coaching by that time, which was helping a lot. But I was still doing a lot of things to myself that I didn't realize were adding to my pain, you know, just stress. Just being really stressed. So yoga, I started meeting these people that also just like serendipitously, that's the better word, maybe. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Started telling me about like books that they were saying, like, this is psychosomatic, ulcerative colitis is psychosomatic. And for a lot of people, that is like offensive. And you're like, oh, that's all in my head. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was like, sweet. Yes. Like, that is the best news ever. And so I discovered Joe Dispenza and John Sarno, and there are some, even some different books I would recommend now because the research has changed just over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps coming out with like more and more credible research, reliable techniques. Yes. This is undeniable right now. This is the time. I mean, it's it's incredible how much is available now that wasn't just a few short years ago. Yes. And the whole paradigm has shifted. We're just figuring out so many different things about how pain works, how much it's tied to our nervous system and our emotions. Mm -hmm. When you start to see it in that frame and treat it differently, it responds so much better than when we're treating it with more things that activate the nervous system and fear. Mm. Yes, yes. 
Okay, okay. So I want to highlight some of this. I've taken notes. I'm like, okay, now we need to talk for about three okay. hours. Because we have I so know, many things to talk about, right? Let's schedule so a many day. Things. <laughs> but yeah. So, and Betsy, before I hit on some of those, so you really, as a coach, you're the mind body coach, right. right? And you specialize in working with people specifically with, with physical pain, would you say more so? Yeah. And I realize it ends up being so much more than that. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people have, I've coached them just because they've wanted to like get more into their body and process their emotions. Yes. Because yeah. that's basically the same thing. What's so interesting and your audience probably knows a lot of these techniques for processing emotions, going into the body, mm-hmm. describing the color, the shape, the temperature. That's mm-hmm. exactly what they're teaching in pain science to process mm-hmm. physical pain. So it's mm-hmm. all about just giving your brain different signals, new neural pathways, new understanding or beliefs, being in the present moment. There's so um, much to it. There's yeah. really is so much to it. Yeah. yeah. It, so it's so fascinating how it's like, it could be physical pain, like your neck hurts chronically because, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you had an injury 10 years ago, or it could be like things like fatigue or brain fog or um, Mm -hmm. conditions like fibromyalgia or irritable bowel headaches Mm -hmm. are almost always very helped by this process. Any of the digestive things, you know, the nervous system really affects all the systems of the body. So, I mean, honestly, there are so many symptoms of perimenopause and menopause that are treated by this mind-body approach that, you know, most women, when they're just given that, oh, well, this is part of your phase of life, you know, maybe you can try some herbal remedies or something, but things like tinnitus and Mm. frozen shoulder and Mm -hmm. palpitations, all of those things can be, your nervous system is activating to protect you or shutting down to protect you. Yes. This it's so incredible. So I know that those of you listening have probably heard me talk about this a little bit before, if you've listened to many of my episodes, but you know, I was really hit hard with chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, when my, my daughter was not, she was two, my boys were little. And I just found myself feeling like, is this really my life? I'm like, you know, barely 30 and I, you know, I'm too tired to walk my kids to school. So I didn't have the physical pain piece of it. And that has really opened up this space, similar to what you were saying, Betsy, where, I started to see, and I definitely had physical things as well. A lot of issues, you know, issues with foods and sensitivities, and I still have so much of that. And so what I want to say is those of you listening that have experienced any level of chronic pain, chronic fatigue, you know, illness and ailments of the body, this is pertinent to you. And this is the other thing that I want to say is going back to, you know, what Betsy was saying about hearing, oh, this is psychosomatic, and that's sometimes leaving a bad taste in some people's mouth, is I want to make clear to you, any of you, that anything that you're experiencing, it's not that it's your fault that you're experiencing that. It's not your fault that you haven't done a better job managing your stress or that you haven't done a better job managing your emotions or whatever it is. It's not your fault and it doesn't mean it's all in your head. This is just a way of understanding more about the whole picture of you as a human and what your body needs. So 
Thank you so much for saying that. (laughs) And can I just draw an analogy since, you know, coaches are listening. I find it similar to when you learn about the model and you learn about how thoughts create your results and you can take that information and you can use it to beat yourself up and you can say, so now it's all my fault. And now I'm the one who has to change and my husband gets to stay the same. And I, you know, like there's that way you can go down that path when you have this tool or you can learn this tool and it can be this like gift. Like so expansive. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, now I have control. Now, Mm -hmm. instead of it being, you know, just like this random stuff that happens to me, which produces more fear and more Mm -hmm. symptoms. Right. Right. Now there's a different narrative. Now you can reframe it to what you do have power to change. Yes. And if you can't do it, it's not that you're, you're weak. I mean, our nervous systems developed when we were children. And so Mm -hmm. most of our nervous systems are still operating, you know, as if we're a child in an environment that's, that we need to have these strategies to survive. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't know until it affects our body. Right. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, just speaking to what you were saying for the coaches following me that really focus on a lot of mindset work, maybe the LCS model or other versions of looking at thoughts, having a cognitive approach. I want to make it clear that everything we're talking about and that Betsy's going to share with the nervous system is not necessarily in contrast or conflict to that sometimes, right? Sometimes things can can push against it. But I, I think it's really helpful to think about how does this all fit together? Because I think where we miss out is when we think this cognitive approach or this model over here is the way. And sometimes it's not the way. Sometimes it's good to know, but there's just so, so much more. So, yeah. That is so true. So tell my listeners, if we're just like, okay, nervous system awareness 101 for my coaches, what do they need to know? Why is it important for them to understand their nervous system? Yeah, yeah. So again, since your nervous system affects all of your body, it actually is the lens that we see the world through. So Mm. in addition to how our thoughts, you know, that we're perceiving in our mind, shape our reality. We have a lot of subconscious thoughts and programs and some from, you know, generations before us Mm -hmm. kind of survival mechanisms. This is all a very primitive system to keep Mm -hmm. us safe and for things to happen that we don't have to consciously think about all the time. We'd get overwhelmed with all the information. So there's Mm -hmm. kind of like certain things that as children, we might've learned, don't be angry and, you know, don't cry in public and um, certain emotions are not as appropriate and, and you should feel certain ways. And so Mm -hmm. we start to, you know, develop these protective responses, survival states, you could call them trauma responses. Mm -hmm. I call them the same, like fight or flight, freeze or fawn. They are all responses to the environment to try to protect you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So trauma is just something that's more than the nervous system can handle. And so there could be a little T trauma, like falling off a bike and you might go into a reaction to protect yourself, to not have that happen again. And Mm -hmm. if it's with people, you might do that same type of thing, right? So we just have these Mm -hmm. protective responses we've learned and things like fight might be like getting angry, getting frustrated with yourself, blaming other people, finding 
fault with other people, victim mm-hmm. mentality. That's the flight mm-hmm. or sorry, fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flight was interesting to me. It's also this activation, but we're usually not running away from tigers these days, but we are kind of on this quest to be more perfect. So flight is like this. I want to do more. I need to be more worthy. I need to do more things. I was living in so much flight. I had no idea that was a lar- large reason my digestive system system was shutting down and getting dysregulated is because I was, mm-hmm. I was like literally at, at night, I would make lists in my head to go to sleep. That was like relaxing for me is like making lists of things mm-hmm. to do. You know, I was so just in this on the hamster wheel. It's heightened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I want to yeah. pause with that for a minute because I think to your point, most of us don't don't think of flight that way. I know I certainly yeah. didn't before. Didn't but yeah. would you say like I I noticed that when I or my clients are doing what I call frantic action, yes. where it's like it's like we think, well, when I'm overwhelmed, I don't just go sit and do nothing. I actually get right after it and I yes. do it, do it, do it. And yeah. I call that frantic action, which which isn't as effective. Would yes. you classify that as really being in a flight response? Yes, exactly. And that's the exact thing to remember and to notice from that is like when you are in a survival state, it's not showing up your best. So yes, you may be doing the motions, you may be doing the activities, Mm -hmm. but you're not doing it in a way that's actually helpful or that's going to come across as attractive to people. You're in this, it's like a scarcity and you're like, graspy, right? And and people can mm-hmm. feel that. And that's that is that's flight. And mm-hmm. for me it showed up as a lot of like perfectionism and and high achieving and trying mm-hmm. to um be the best at things and competitiveness. Like that's all flight. Mm-hmm. And it was how I thought I needed to survive when I was younger, right? I thought yeah. I needed validation and and so now because of the the stuff that I've been through with my body, now I'm learning to be more gentle with myself. So mm-hmm. I'm not as much of a perfectionist and, you know, not living that frantic, urgent life that was, you know, not helpful in any way, really on the inside or the outside. I mm-hmm. mean, it wasn't like mm-hmm. helpful to my family. It wasn't helpful to So yeah, definitely flight is like, and we see it with people who are trying to heal, even they'll do the journaling and they'll do the meditation, but it's from this urgency. Yes. They're still not healing because really it's not about what you do. Yes. Like coaching. Yes. It's yes. Getting to that calmer state of the nervous system and yes. then your body knows how to heal. Then you know how to have conversations with people. Then you know how to coach. That's why this yeah. is like even ties into coaching is like, absolutely you can get to, yeah, that like safe state of the nervous system. You can hold mm-hmm. space for someone else. You can be mm-hmm. that safe place and you have to do very little. Like you're not thinking ahead. You're just being there with them. And it's like your subconscious can coach, you know, it's like this easier way to. Yes. More ease, more intuitive, more connection. Intuitive. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I learned from Bev's deep dive, you know, her yeah. deep dive mm-hmm. certification. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's teaching all about the nervous system. Like she doesn't use those words, but like, yeah, she has mm-hmm. you do a meditation maybe before you coach or you yeah, know, yeah. home place. Not only are you perceiving your client differently, but they're perceiving you differently. You know, you're showing up differently. 
I don't know how they're perceiving you, but yeah, yeah. Are, they're perceiving you differently, or at least, you know, you're showing up with a different. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, again, there are like so many things and I, I want to, I want to highlight a couple things. One, so the nervous system is an autonomic system. Yes. Yes. Tell the people, what does this mean? How would you describe that in plain, simple terms? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. Just going back to basics. So this is automatic. So think of like blushing, like think of something that happens again, like I was saying, the brain tries to be efficient. It puts Mm -hmm. all these things in the subconscious. And so 95% Mm -hmm. of our thoughts are actually subconsciously happening. Mm -hmm. And they've done amazing studies where they've seen that like people are more likely to perceive someone as unfriendly if they're holding an iced coffee versus if they're holding a warm coffee in their hand. So interesting. So there's just these little cues of like danger and threat in our environment. If there's a high pitch noise, we're more likely to go and search for danger. If there's a low pitch noise, we're more likely to, you know, seek safety. Like it's so like we have these little subtle programs always running at the, you know, bottom level automatically. Mm -hmm. And they can come to our awareness, just like, as we know, with coaching, these yes. thoughts run automatically, we can bring them to our awareness, we can modify them, but it doesn't mean we're going to like never go into flight or, you know, I was going to say yes. fright, <laughs> freeze <laughs> or like flight or fight. Like yeah. those, we are actually, that's a sign that we're healthy and we're living is that we are expanding ourselves Mm. and sometimes going into some fearful states and having some responses and coming back to safety. And that is how we grow. And that is what, you know, as we're evolving, we're always going to be putting ourselves out there and having some freeze. Oh, I've had so much more freeze this last year with growing my coaching business Mm -hmm. than ever in my life. But I, I see it as a sign of progress, not as Mm -hmm. a a problem. I'm expanding my nervous system so that I can hold greater and greater capacity. Okay. I want to highlight this because think about this. Think about what Betsy just said. This idea that I think sometimes we think, right, just like everything else, I should manage my nervous system. I shouldn't ever go into fight or flight or freeze. And if I am, it's a problem to be fixed. Right. And while certainly we want to have awareness and we want to help ourselves regulate our nervous system, going into those states is, is it's only not going to happen if you're not doing anything, right? Like Exactly. Going into those states and experiencing all of that is part of the human experience, part of expanding. Yes. Yes. And I think as you were talking, the other thing that I wanted to highlight for you as my listeners is think about the behaviors that Betsy was identifying, right? When we're getting upset, maybe we're, we're, when we're in fight, right? And maybe we're yelling or we're trying to control or we're being very combative and think about what she described as flight that we talked about, right? Kind of like achieving and kind of working frantically and, and not being effective. And let's just take those two examples. And I want you guys to think about how if you do any kind of cognitive model, the LCS model or something similar, that when we point out those actions to ourselves or our clients, 
How easy is it for us to think that is wrong? That is a bad action. This is an action that is my fault. So the reason I want to highlight that is I hope that with cognitive work that you expand awareness and you can see and notice after listening to this today where some of those behaviors are maybe fitting in with your client's nervous system. And and really, I mean, Betsy, it's true, right, that we can help ourselves and our clients with our nervous system in so many really pretty easy ways. Yes. Right? Just a minute to like self-connect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even what you're doing right now, like putting your yeah. hands on your heart and, and uh, you know what, I have something in my hand right now that I'm like passing back and forth, especially when we started the interview, I was a little more nervous. So I was mm-hmm. just calming my nervous system myself under the camera here. Yeah. 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 It's, it's that awareness. And again, having that control, like knowing that you have some tools, then you can go into and out of the, those states so much more easily. It's yes. just like with emotions, right? Like, I guess it's like with emotions, how they're automatic, right? It's not like you're, you know, going from the thought to like, what is the emotion I'm going to choose from there? It's right. <laughs> Same with those it's just like, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're automatic. You get, you know, kind of put into these nervous system states based on how your nervous system developed. Something that's triggering for me might not be for you. I know that as I, like I said, as I've grown, like I started dancing recently mm-hmm. and it has brought up all of these like junior high kind of like reactions and emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all that, but I'm like, but I'm oh, putting myself out there and doing a new thing. So it makes sense. And as I, each time I get dysregulated and come back, that grows my capacity to tolerate more and more mm. unwinding those old stories from the past and you know, using the state you're in to have that knowledge of like, okay, something is telling me I'm not safe. And and maybe that's true, but like 99% of the time we're not being like chased by a tiger and there's not a real danger. And if we can right. just anchor back to the environment or to safety or to that inner knowledge that we have, that everything's always working out for us. Even like you said, those, just those brief moments of coming into a calmer state are like, you know, hours of rest for our nervous system. I mean, even just yes, so powerful. Yeah. We, but when we're just constantly dysregulated, it's just like that fish swimming in the water and they don't even realize how, you know, I didn't realize how stressed I was. I just, yeah. Yeah. Even realize. Well, and I, so I want to speak to you, all of you listening from a perspective of, well, first let's talk about business as you're building your business. And all of my clients know, Betsy just noticed I was putting my hands like together, right on my chest, on my heart. Like mm-hmm. this is what I do all the time when I'm like business coaching with my I clients. I love it. I do and too. My, and my coaches know because I'm coaching a client and I see that they're going to this place of feeling frantic. They're frustrated with their self. They're not knowing how they're going to move this forward or they're stuck on their freebie or whatever it is. And a huge part of of what I do with my clients in the business setting is helping them to connect with themselves and to calm their nervous system and to approach these business tasks, not only from a cognitive perspective or a strategy perspective, but let's get in touch with, like, let's connect with your nervous system. And I think that when we don't do that, 
we're missing out. It's like, we're going to waste so much time and energy and money and everything else trying to make something happen without having our nervous system on board. And it's not going to work. Yeah. And it, and if it does, it won't work very long. That's right. It, it won't work. to be negative, but like it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the hamster wheel. You can't just keep running on it indefinitely or even your phone. Like you've got to charge it sometimes. And sometimes the phone just looks like it's sitting there and nothing's happening, but it's charging on the inside. And yes. we just don't know in our culture, it's just not commonly taught. I think it's starting to be more, but you know, this rest and repair state, that relaxation. And some of it is just being kinder to yourself and being more accepting that you do go into these nervous system states. But, you know, again, like that is where we have not only, I talk a lot about the body, but that is where we can actually connect with other people. That is where we can learn. That is where we can be creative and have ideas. And so, although our ideals in the society are usually people who are just frantic and working 80 hours a week. When we really look at um, what is effective and, and especially for people who are in a creative, you know, type of business like Mm -hmm. this, it's not a nine to five culture, like Mm -hmm. structure and so much rest and play as part of my work. I've stopped feeling guilty for it because I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is how I get ideas is by going skiing sometimes or dancing and, and not feeling guilty. it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's, that's such an important thing to notice for, for you all listening. Like, do we have this idea? Well, I can either take my business seriously or I can be easy on myself. Right. Like, guess what? Like, if you really are taking your business seriously, this is what I say. I'm very serious about my business and my business, it's much bigger than just a business because my business for me, it is my quality of life. It's everything, right? It's like my business means this is what I get to have in my personal life. My business is how I help others. My business is how I grow. And I'm serious enough about it that I'm going to connect with my nervous system and give myself rest and love and play. Because guess what? If I'm not functioning very well, that business isn't going to be much at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's like a whole new world opens up when you can be in that calmer state. As you're coaching, you can, you, you can understand things differently and see things differently. Because in a nervous system state, if you're in fight or flight, for example, mm-hmm you are more likely to sense danger. You're more likely to perceive that someone doesn't like you or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we can misjudge cues and even me, like, I feel like I'm so yeah. intuitive and in tune. And I have been like, so like, I think we talked about when I came for your training, there's this state called fawn, which is people pleasing. And a mm-hmm. lot of people have gotten good at fawn. And so I will think that they're agreeing with me. I'll think they're getting what I'm saying when I'm coaching them. Turns out they did not agree with me at all, or they were, you know, but fawn can be this state that you can have one thing that you're picking up on as a coach. And it's not even really true because of your own nervous system. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That you're seeing it through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it affects your thought work too. Like back to what you were saying before, like if you're finding thought work not effective in a certain area, 
you know, try calming your nervous system a little more and then going back to that model. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had clients before where it's like, we're like, we're not doing any thought work. Yeah. I don't want you looking at your brain. I don't want you looking at a model. (laughs) I like, no, it's, it's no, because what you need right now is you need to self-connect. And right now that tool is not helpful for you. So I want to say to you as my listeners, from a business perspective, when you are in a community and a program for business, pay attention to the type of leader and the type of guidance that you're getting. And, and when I say that, what I mean is that just because someone is achieving and I'm, I'm trying to think of how to say this because I, I definitely don't want to say, oh, there are bad leaders and there are good leaders to follow. I really genuinely think that all of you need to find someone that you align with. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is make sure that you are not missing out on this important piece of someone who is able to know and understand the value of your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah, it is so true. I've, I've coached myself in circles and gotten coached and gone back for coaching. And why is this not connecting? And then someone who understands the nervous system, you know, helps you process it. And you're like, like, it's like this breath of fresh air and this yes. finally, like, it's like, oh, I remember it like an, even like a knot, like just releasing from my stomach that I didn't even know was there. Like, I didn't even realize I was tight. Right. Right. Just like that, like at a core level, I can be safe. Yeah. I can exactly. show up in the world because yes. if you're operating from some fear, you know, how you're show, showing up is going to be a little tentative or a little guarded or defensive or aggressive. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to, to speak to a little bit is in my, in the advanced certification that I do, where I'm working with women, helping working with moms and motherhood and family. And we touch on those things and a core piece of the work, like I would say, the, the, um, the depth there is really this process of connection with self as a coach and helping the clients to connect with themselves. Because what I find is that we could put all the facts and the tangibles, right? Of like, as a mom, right? The, oh, you have these responsibilities and you're managing this. And there are a lot of strategies and such with that. But what I found in working with women who are struggling in their family life aspect is the biggest thing missing from it is that self-connection. And so it's like the tools are great and we have to have that foundation first. So we, we spend so much time really understanding that at a deeper level. It's a big deal, right? Yes. And I think sometimes we can be so well-meaning. Like what, what we always see in chronic pain, especially is it is the nice people. It is the good people that are trying to be liked, right. trying to be perfect. And so it's like a lot of, you can see how in our culture, especially for women, like a lot of this is how we are trained and how our moms were trained. And, you know, so just having that gentleness and that compassion for yourself to just know, like, and that safety, yeah, to know that you can mm-hmm. show up as who you are and take up space and it's okay to be you and you can do less, you know, but it's <laughs> Eureka, you can do less. It's possible. But, yeah, but I think it is just kind of how we're primed to 
better ourselves by being hard on ourselves and doing all these models and like really using them to, to beat ourselves up. But this is such a compassionate way. So yeah. 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 Mm, love it. Okay. I know. Okay. So, so I'm going to ask a couple questions before we wrap up. So first for my listener who's thinking, okay, yeah, you know what I, I do, maybe I go to a freeze and I'm, and I'm not doing my work. I'm not working on my business, or maybe I tend to find myself going to flight where I'm kind of overachieving or whatever. I'm guessing my listeners are noticing some of this. So what would you say to them? Like, what is one little thing they can incorporate into their day to help with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing I would have to always just go to the breath because breath is something you always have with you. Everyone can do it. There are things like movement, you know, going for a walk, but not everyone can do that at the same level. But but breathing, there are so many different ways you can use your breath, but one simple concept to remember is as you exhale, that is more the calming system of your nervous system. Mm. So if you can lengthen that exhale, then that gets you more into that parasympathetic calm state. So, mm. so some people like to count in and count out or count in and box breathe and hold their breath. But even if you just take a long exhale, it's like a sigh. We can do it together. Like, ah. <sighs> And there's a way, you know, I'll tell tell you one technique is breathe in all the way and breathe in a little more and then exhale. They call that the physiologic sigh. Mm. So, so that's a little, what about, what about actually sighing, like making a noise? I love, I love to make noise. Yes. Humming is really good because you're (laughs) Mm -hmm. like vibrating in your chest you know, any kind of just like rhythmic movements, or as I was doing, just passing an object from side to side, Mm -hmm. changing your posture, just like Mm -hmm. sitting up straighter and rolling your shoulders back. You know, it's, it's like things that bring you to the present moment. So it could be through Mm -hmm. your sight, your smell, your Mm -hmm. taste, your touch, listening to music. And with the sight, it's more like that peripheral vision. Have you ever Mm -hmm. done that? Like you look Mm -hmm. at an object and then you you soften the gaze and see the periphery because when our body is in fight or flight, certain things happen and we can either change it through the mind or we can change it through the body. Mm -hmm. And if the thoughts are not accessible, we can tell the body to tell the mind that we're safe. Mm -hmm. So that peripheral Mm -hmm. vision, you know, if we're in fight or flight, we're looking for danger. And by just expanding our vision, we're telling ourselves we're Mm -hmm. safe. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm And then everything else can calm down and, and mm-hmm. then the frontal cortex can come back online. Yeah. 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 So with the breathing, I like that. So, so if any, anyone who maybe goes to fight, flight, freeze, whatever, noticing yourself getting activated, just ex- like lengthening the breath. I like that idea. And, and certainly all of you can look up breathing techniques. Like she mentioned, counting box breathing, I actually really love this idea of breathing in and just lengthening the breath out. I think to me, that feels more like more freedom to me. And like, I don't have to worry about doing it right. Like, am I holding my breath long enough? Yes. You know what? I just have permission to lengthen it knowing that's nourishing for me. Yes. And I love that you said that because honestly, what I find and this is something that we believe a lot as coaches is that 
our client knows what's best for them. And that is even true with our bodies. Mm. And so something that's regulating for my nervous system might not be appealing to someone else. So yes, yes. Everyone to start listening to themselves. Like what sounds soothing to me? What sounds calming? What sounds, because we want to just notice we're dysregulated and, and bathe ourselves in compassion about it. We're going to allow it. We're going to soothe ourselves from there. Mm-hmm. A toddler that's like, you know, freaking out and you're not going to try to reason with them until you calm them down first. So yes. what, you know, and then you start to know the things like this time of day, the toddler kind of likes this and these snacks work great. And this, right. You develop your own tool belt of tools that you like, but trust your intuition and, and keep trusting that as you keep asking, it will keep developing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, and in a minute, I, w- I want you to share any kind of last words, last thoughts, any, you know, any final thing you want to share with everyone. And so, and for all of you listening, just being activated, having your nervous system activated is a normal part of the human experience. Nothing is wrong with you. You don't need to fix it. It's normal. It's going to happen as you're building your business. It's going to happen in your relationships, in your family life, all the things. I want to offer to you that there is nothing wrong with you and you have so much permission to take a minute to breathe, to do any other technique you want to kind of self-connect and settle yourself. And that's it, right? Like we don't have to do anything else to fix this. This is like step one. You get to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I love that. And yeah, I think that for me, learning about the nervous system was the thing that helped me be the most compassionate for myself mm-hmm. more than any other tool. Yeah. I think the thought work was so helpful, but I used it to beat myself up a little too much Mm -hmm. or it was like my coach brain got it, but then why am I still acting like this? Yeah. Why is the, why is the rest of me not catching up? Oh my gosh. And I I know better. Yeah. Yeah. And then that would just spiral me further down. So for me, learning about the nervous system, it was just giving myself that vocabulary, just like when we learn about emotions and then you're like, oh, irritated is different than annoyed, different than anger. You know, you start to have that vocabulary, that understanding of what's going on for yourself and why, and, and that it makes sense and that nothing's wrong with you. And then from there you can change dramatically. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're hating everything that's going on. You really don't create much change overall. Right. Yes. Yeah. First. And just learning of like, these are just things that go on with every single human. And like, it's, it's something that it's like a wave that you can ride, right? You don't have to be like, mm-hmm. never going in the ocean. You're just like, okay, I'm going to learn how to ride all these different waves, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just befriend the nervous system that I have. I love what you're saying. Self-connect instead of looking outside for like, you know, doing it this way or that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I love it. So I want you to tell everyone where they can find you, but is there anything else, any final thoughts that you want to share with anyone? I know we've covered a lot, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do want to share that I offer my nervous system modules, the, the ones that I prepared for my membership group mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. And I also, because I also know that sometimes when you're overwhelmed with information, even simple information or information that's presented, you know, 
it can be overwhelming. So I have like a 15 minute summary. So just notice if, if this is interesting to you, but you start to get into it and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much, I can't possibly figure this all out. Just maybe give yourself some time, come back to it when you're feeling a little more regulated. And the 15 minute summary will at least get you going enough with some tools to be like, okay, this is how I can start to get regulated. Yeah. Yeah. Dive a little deeper, but just be so patient with this process. The nervous system has taken years to get to where it is. So just don't expect it to, it can change very quickly with, you know, realizations, but also we just want to be patient because we're rerouting our neural pathways. We're learning yeah. some new responses yeah. and, and it'll change and, and your life will be so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be so hard. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And we'll definitely have links in the show notes to your resources and, and also where, where can people find you? Yes. Okay. Yes. You did ask that. Okay. So Instagram is a good place. Um, I like to put, you know, reels and things are fun for me to put content out there. I love to see you dancing on Instagram. And I'm always dancing. Yes. I love it. Oh, I love it too. But I'm also on YouTube and I have a podcast called unstoppable body and mind. Um, on all of these things, I'm body and mind life coach, So Body and Mind Life Coach on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok a little bit, but (laughs) (laughs) Body and Mind, Body and Mind Life Coach. Body and Mind Life Coach. Yeah. And that's my website name as well, bodyandmindlifecoach.com. Awesome. Betsy, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Molly. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. Are you ready to build your amazing business with Molly as your coach? Check out www.mollyclaire.com to find out about Masterful Coach Foundations and the 10K Accelerator Method. It's the ultimate support for you as a coach building your ideal life and business.